morning, campers. Camp AV Director Danny here with your morning announcements. Camp staff would like to remind all campers that when they are whittling, they should always cut away from their bodies, not towards them. In related news, camp staff will be hosting a mandatory wound stitching class tomorrow after breakfast. All campers are required to attend. Also, campers, be sure to tune in to this week's episode of the Camp Walk Along Wire. This week, the counselors discuss their ideal trail magic after stopping at the Davila Ranch in Daddle, New Mexico. That's all for now, campers. Be sure to bring a light snack on any day hikes you might take, and have a wonderful walk-along day. Over mountains, high through rivers strong Make new friends and sing new songs So tie your shoes, we're hiking through Here at Camp Walk Along Howdy campers and welcome to the Camp Walk Along Wire Your look at our adventure out on the Continental Divide Trail I am your camp director, Bison Coming to you from mile 309 of the CDT I'm actually sitting outside of the Davila Ranch With the two best camp counselors this side of the Divide First off, we have Camp Counselor Wizard Spoon Howdy Bison Howdy Camp Counselor Wizard Spoon Of course, we also got the prettiest dragonfly around Camp Counselor PDF Oh, hello, Bison. Oh, howdy, howdy. And uh, we are happy as clams here because, gang, we have eaten our weight in eggs today. We're sitting outside the Davila Ranch, uh, which is like a little just oasis in the middle of the New Mexican high desert. Fellas, how has your stay been at the Davila Ranch so far? Pretty incredible. Uh, I finally got to shower. Honestly, since I was able to like use shampoo and soap and all that. And they had conditioner and soap, and it was hot a shower. It was a hot shower. Everything. It was so good. It's probably been at least 10, if not more days. And uh, that felt amazing. We also made French fries today, uh, which by that I mean mostly Wizard Spoon and Bison here made French fries that everyone enjoyed. And that was a huge highlight to make those kind of just like on a burner on a stump in the middle of the desert. Yeah, we I guess we, we got to explain kind of like what this is right here. Wizard Spoon, like what is the Davila Ranch? Okay, so you are walking along a country dirt, dirt, road in the New Mexican high desert. Playing Dungeons and Dragons right now. Where would I find a country dirt dirt road? <laughs> All right. Uh, 20 clicks up ahead, you see a sign for Davila Ranch. Do you continue forward or take the exit? I got to see what the Davila Ranch is. I, I walk up on the Davila Ranch. What do I see? All right. As you enter the gates of the Davila Ranch, you see two dirty hikers washing their dishes in some uh, metal pans outside on a stump. Beyond them, you see a couple of uh, welded together... Uh, what, are the, what are those things called? Shipping like containers. Shipping it's containers. Like sheet metal, yeah. yeah. Uh, welded together sheet metal in a structure. You walk around, you see all of the friends that you've been hiking with. Okay, I'm going to roll a perception check. All right. Uh, I rolled a 18. You recognize these people because you've seen them before. Oh, what's up, friends? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yeah, no, this place is super cool. So there's burners here to cook food on. Mm -hmm. There's Wi-Fi. There's a shower. There's a toilet. A there's refrigerator. A, a refrigerator. There's a lot of stumps. Big on stumps here. Not only is there a refrigerator, this refrigerator is stocked with dozens and dozens of eggs. The guy who, who owns this property, uh, Joe Davila, he drove by us as we were walking up, and he just, like, keeps the place stocked with potatoes 
potatoes and eggs. They're using some onions today, mm-hmm. and we've just been scrambling. It's, well, I mean, talk about the first thing that we made. What was the first thing that we made? We, uh, I took some of your spam, and we oh, made. Oh uh, yeah, that scramble. Yeah. We diced up some potatoes. We diced up some eggs. We put in uh, some tahini. <laughs> we, did, we diced up some eggs. We diced up eggs, <laughs> onions. We diced everything. Everything gets diced. Everything gets. Diced. We diced up some dice. It's incredible to dice up that liquid egg. Oh yeah, no, but that uh, we made a scramble. We made some French. Every, we made some French fries for the for everybody who was here. There was probably ten hikers or so. We just kept whipping out batches of French fries. We just made some some hard boiled eggs. I'm in I'm in egg heaven right now. You can oh, call yeah. me the egg man. Cuckoo cachoo. We may all have heart attacks tonight from all the cholesterol, but it was worth it. Absolutely. No, but this is truly it's been it's been a little a little piece of heaven out here in the desert. Oh yeah. Oh. There's a little shower that's exactly right next to the kitchen. And remember, you're surrounded by sheet metal with like no insulation or anything. So you're still a part of the conversation. Oh yeah, I was. I I love that shower too. Those curtains, real peaceful. Made me feel like I was in a nice place. (laughs) Oh, for sure. But like you guys were talking in the kitchen. I was for sure talking to you guys from the shower too. I didn't even have to stop. It was so great. And if you carry on just a little further, you find the toilet. We can all keep talking all day long, (laughs) annoying the shit out of everyone. I claim the shower. You know, it's crazy though. This was not our only egg-based uh, trail magic we've had this week. Oh yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yes, literally yesterday. Some primo. I, honestly, I was pretty damn happy with that trail magic. I walked up and was greeted with the last hard-boiled egg and the last PBR, uh, both of which were more than I could have ever dreamed of. I've just been thinking about how badly I wanted a beer. I feel like so nice. We we got to explain to the campers because so, some of them may not know what what trail angels, what trail magic is. Sure. So uh, trail angels and trail magic, kind of the same thing. Trail angel is the provider. Trail magic is like the act, I guess you'd say. Uh, but it's just people who, uh, you know, take their own time, go out to the desert or wherever along the trail and, and pop up something they think hikers need. Um, we've experienced a couple like cold soda and, and some places to sit, uh, the beer, the eggs, uh, there were some pancakes. 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 Oh, yeah, I forgot about the pancakes. Oh, man, I wish I had some pancakes. And a lot of times it's just like former or future hikers or just people who love the the trail and maintaining it who come out and do that. Top gave us our, our mm-hmm. trail magic yesterday. And then, like I said, Joe, uh, Joe Davila out here at Davila Ranch has been an excellent host. Um, and we actually want to let campers know if they want to, if they want to help out Joe, if you guys want to make a donation, you can donate via PayPal at paypal.me slash Davila Ranch. That's D-A-V-I-L-A-R-A-N-C-H or on Venmo at D-A-V-I-L-A-R-A-N-C-H. Uh, Camp Historian Bookworm, our producer, will drop somewhere in our, in our show notes where you can find that if you guys want to make a, a donation to help Joe help all these weary, hungry hikers out there feed them some eggs. Yeah. And potatoes. And potatoes and onions and all kinds of things. Well, I think it's important, too, to remember, like, you know, trail angels are doing this out of their own pocket, usually. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this so. this is a little more of a, a like, permanent establishment than, yeah, yeah. than others, so that the donation would just help them keep running this for, for the next couple years and onward to come. Well, I know, and you've said a couple times, PDF, that that you want to get after after we're off a trail, you want to get out there and do some trail magic. I've been lucky enough to go out and provide some trail magic out on the AT a couple of times, and it's been super fun. But like hypothetical, you're rolling up on some trail magic. We're, okay. we're, we're I got my D twenty ready. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we we see a little. We hear whispers along the trail. Trail magic. Trail magic. Trail magic. Up we ahead. see that cardboard sign they so often leave that says "Trail magic it's, this way" with a little arrow. It's, the, it's actually it's the back of a hams uh, a cardboard box that used to be a hams root beer case or a hams beer case. Mm, hams and on beer. the back of it, it says "Trail magic this way." What are you hoping you roll up on? 
Okay, so I, I had to think about today and what I've enjoyed about Trail Magic so far. And I think what I would love to roll up on would be a fully stocked kitchen. And then they just let me go bananas and do whatever I want. I, I would say f the past week for me specifically, I've been thinking a lot about food that I want and food that I want to try as well. Oh, yeah. And so I think to be able to roll up on a kitchen where I can just like make the weird concoctions that I was thinking of that previous week, that would be perfect. Like today, I was saying, what would you guys think of a, a hot dog shaped Spam grilled and then with guacamole on a Hawaiian roll? Okay, two things, two things. Thing one, first time you said this, it was coleslaw. Oh yeah, but then I meant to change and it to second, guacamole. second, why not but just also, a hot dog? Coleslaw would still be good. Isn't a hot dog just hot dog shaped Spam? Well, no, here's the thing. Spam's better than hot dog. So what is, okay, so are you thinking you're gonna take the Spam and like mash it into like a hot dog mold? No, so I mean, okay, what what you could really do is like you take the Spam out of the can, slice it long ways a couple of times, slice it again. Uh, so, so you like, get like, like, like little long strips. Like carrot sticks. Like carrot sticks. You wanna make Spam carrot sticks. Yeah, but then you grill them up, you put them like in a uh, also can't spam roll bun. Spam We're not carrot talking sticks. about uh, trail magic anymore, I'm no. just saying. <laughs> oh, We're yeah. just talking about what you wanna eat. Yeah, which I mean, I think that's also a very interesting topic because I wanted to eat many things this past week. But, but all that to say, you want a fully stocked kitchen. You just want a oh, kitchen yeah. to go wild in. Oh yeah, I, I want them to let me go wild in a kitchen because I, I got so much joy today making french fries and eggs scrambled. Hell yeah. What are you, PDF? I think mine would be like just something you can't get out here at all. Kind of along the same. Like if a someone, rock. someone had like a taco bar where you could just like throw on your meats, throw on your cheese, throw on your lettuce. Thank you, please. Uh, you could, uh, that would be pretty cool. Or like just if they had a bunch of pizzas. I honestly think that my main answer is, is quantity. They're like, hello, you can eat an entire pizza if you'd like to. That is on the table for you. And beer is there. I do want beer. That was amazing yesterday. It's, it's, it's carbs. It's calories. It's, it's something It's you also want. just like beer is so refreshing when you're like, we've been working out all day. That you're beer like, was mm, very nice. I would love a beer. That would be great. Thank you. Beer was one of the things I was thinking about all week. They were out of beers when I got there. I had a V8 instead, which was awesome. <laughs> And uh, that beer power, that beer and that hard-boiled egg powered me up. Uh, Mangas, which is not Ma the name of the mountain, but it's Mangus. Mangus, man, Mangas Mountain. Man, you had some so Mangas on Mangas Mountain. Your Mangas powered you up. Mangas Mountain. I was Mangas powered up that baby. You know, before before I had boy gas, but after we ate that egg and had that beer, we had some man gas. What about you, Bison? Well, also because uh, we celebrated your bar mitzvah on trail. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Mazel. What's, what's your dream, uh, Trail Magic, Mr. Bison? Trail Magic, Trail Magic, my two favorite types of Trail Magic are one, something I like, I just really need and I didn't realize it. And the other thing is just like something I wouldn't have guessed I would have gotten. I would love it. So here is my perfect Trail Magic. My perfect Trail Magic is you go up there and they have those like, Brookstone sharper image chairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's just the one. Oh, like the vibrating ones? Oh, yeah, like a massage chair. And just have like a, a row of just like massage chairs. What about, what if they're like real life masseuses? They're just, we're here masseuses. to massage you. Well, here's the thing. You know what's crazy is, so at Trail Days 2015, when I was on trail, there were people giving massages as Trail Magic at one of the churches. 
but I'm not done. After you sit in that massage chair, guess what gets handed to you? A beer. A special kind of beer. The best kind of beer. A root beer flow. That's what I want. I want soda pop. I I want ice cream. And I want to sit in a massage chair. And that is my perfect trail magic. Or alternatively, someone actually giving me a massage. I know what I'm getting in the next town. uh, You guys can let us know what you think. You can vote. Uh, If you want to vote for Mark's hashtag... Spam me that hot dog, mama. Uh, if you want to vote for mine, give me hashtag talking about that taco bar. Uh, and if you want to vote for bison, uh, hashtag you'll float too. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna go spa day, but I like yours. Um, so I was thinking like a float, you're like floating on air. Did I ever tell you guys about the uh, the purple cows? One time, Bookworm and I were rolling into a town real, real late night, and we popped into like they had like a piggly wiggly, some grocery store was open until like. 12 and so we got there like 11 30 and we cruised through and we got all of their like clearance like cheeses and meats and, and breads and cakes that were just about to go out of out but we also got a bucket of vanilla ice cream and a two liter of fanta grape soda and we made <laughs> and we made purple cows which is like a root beer float but with grape soda and what? it's so freaking good oh god no i want to try that too it's so good well we'll make some purple cows in the next town Attention campers, a reminder that this Friday marks the beginning of Parents Weekend. So whoever stole the letters from the sign for the glass-blowing pavilion, please return them by Thursday. That is all. Welcome back, campers, to the Camp Walk Along Wire. Camp Director Bison here again. You know, we all have our job here at Camp Walk Along. I am your camp director, and I'm also the director of fun. Uh, PDF, what's what's your job here at camp? I'm the director of keeping it funky. Yeah, so I, I keep things fun. PDF keeps things funky. And Wizard Spoon is our scribe. Yeah! Details. Because Wizard Spoon loves to write things down. So uh, Wizard Spoon's actually been keeping a pretty good detailed log of uh, all the things that's happened to us as we go along the trail. So we're gonna, we want to share some of those with you. Um, since we last spoke, uh, we finished up the Gila Wilderness alternate, which was glorious. We, we did our last probably 50-something river crossings, and then we got out. Uh-huh. Oh, finally out of those river crossings. Yeah, it was it was dry feet. It was definitely nice not to have to like just be okay with having habitually sandy wet feet. Not only that, but like the wet feet is a real pain in the morning when it's like still like 45 degrees. Dunking your tootsies in that Gila River when it's like real cold is not pleasant. Well, I, I will say in exchange for dry feet, we had to trade off carrying water. Oh my gosh. You know it's it's crazy. You would have assumed that we would have a lot more trouble with our water carries like in the desert section. But because of all the super well-maintained water caches through the desert, thank you to the CDTC and all the volunteers who stock those. Mm-hmm. Great water throughout the entire desert. But since we've come out of there, we've had, what, a 22, a 24. We've had some big, long water carries. We actually, when we got out of the out of the Gila wilderness, we climbed up. There was this 
it was like a lake and a like a park it was, was it snow snow lake snow lake snow lake and there was a park and there's like this water spigot and a little sign on it that said hey this is probably good but you should also filter it and then <laughs> and then the water treatment guy goes up he goes yeah it's got like three times as much chlorine as you probably should have in your water but like not so much it's gonna kill you <laughs> uh, but that was our water and we ended up taking what you all take it's like six liters well and to explain to the campers a water carry is when uh oh yeah you go for a usually a large number of miles uh, without a water source in between. And it sucks because, like, just for context, a liter is what? Is it 2.2 pounds? 2.2 pounds. Uh, per liter of water. Mm-hmm. Added to your pack. So if you're carrying six pounds, that's like... Or six liters is 13.2 13 pounds. 13. pounds. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when all of our gear weighs around 13 pounds, then you also add 13 pounds of water to it. That's That's super heavy. That's super heavy. And we did a 24-mile carry into a 22-mile carry. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, we we almost ran out of water because we were counting on, there was a, a water source. It's like you have to go off this little alternate and there's like a little dirt road and you go down to the end and there's a tank down there. Like we can get water down there. So we all just kind of march down there. We get to this water source and it is a murky, murky cow pond. And like I would... cows have like, there's like cow shit on the like bank of the pond. I would like to specify that I made sure to carry enough water that I did not need to rely on this cow pond. Well, it's okay. It said in the guide as we're so happy for you. you It it said on gut hook that it was gross water. Well, I tried to anyway. I literally, I got, I got down there. I tried to fill it up. At first I tried to use one of my gators from my shoes to, as a pre-filter so I could try and filter out some of the gunk out of my water bottle. Check the Camp Walk Along Instagram for this. I took video. Oh, it's so gross. It was so gross. And it wasn't working. It was not pre-filtering. It just was blocking it. So I just put my bottle down there. And then there was a <laughs> point where I saw just like this prehistoric looking, tapeworm looking, just like amoeba plankton thingy, just like wiggling through the water. It literally looked like something out of like a dinosaur movie i was like nope this is very bad mm-hmm. and then it was at that point pdf was like hey there was some people camping up the hill we could for sure go up and like yogi some water from them and to explain to the campers what yogiing is yogiing is uh an art form yogiing is a bad thing that through hikers do so remember the old classic cartoon uh yogi bear how he would walk up on those that's what that's referring to are you kidding me i did not get it <laughs> oh my gosh you're so freaking dumb uh no so yeah so yogi would go up to these campsites or the, these picnics and he would steal a picnic basket. Picnic. Picnic. Hey, boo boo. How about a nice picnic basket? And he'd oh, go. Yogi. <laughs> and he'd go up and he'd steal these picnic baskets. And so through hikers have found that uh, if you kind of exist in public spaces enough, people will come up and like talk to you and generally like ask you questions. And then a lot of times they'll give you stuff. Well, like even earlier in the trip, we were just hitching trying to hitch and uh someone just dropped by and was like hey i have cold water and just like handed us water out their window for no reason and see that's not yogi that's that not is, yogi that is like, trail, trail magic. magic that is trail magic yoging is when you make it happen for example um what i'm saying is you want to create the need the visible need for something when i was out in the at i was in shenandoah park national park during uh father's day weekend and there was a lot of people out doing picnics and stuff so I picked a nice central location amongst all these these people with their barbecues out and doing hamburgers and hot dogs. I did not say a word to any of them. I smiled politely at them. I sat down in the picnic table in the middle and I pulled out my teeny tiny little cook pot and I pulled out my little thing of ramen and I start like measuring water and, and somebody was, hey, 
what are, what are, are you out here like camping or something? I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm just out. I'm out on a, on a backpacking trip. Well, wh- where, where'd you come from? Oh, Georgia. Like, no, 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 no. Where'd you hike from? Like, oh no, I, I hiked from Georgia. I'm doing the Appalachian Trail. You're doing what? Here, come on over here. Here, have some hamburgers, have some hot dogs. <laughs> and that's all you got to do. You don't ask for it. You just look pitiful enough and they will eventually give you food. And that is yogiing. So we saw these people with this immaculate campsite. They had like two mm-hmm. big cabin They had st- propane tank fed heaters for their tent. Inside their cabin style tents. They had an amazing stuff. They had four wheelers. It was awesome. Like, they had like nine coolers, which I had seen. And was that was the impetus for this idea these folks are rolling in it and i was like oh boys i got this i'm about to roll up all hot trials like watch this is how yoging is done do you and, hear uh recreation I'll, I'll be the oh this is I'll exactly the fellow okay so so the again, nice fellow shout out if you're listening thank you for the water thank you galen galen um and so last name omitted and not told to us in general remember remember <laughs> important thing for yoging you never ask for what you need you you let them offer it so this this is what happens we walk up I take my hat off, of course I do. I take my sunglasses so, so you can see my face, knows I'm not not a sketchy dude. Hey, uh, do you uh, do you know this this area very well? No, I just rolled in from down under, by which I mean Arizona. Well, that's uh, that's a that's not the answer I was looking for. I was actually we're we're out here hiking on the the Continental Divide Trail and. Uh, Never heard of it. Oh yeah, no, it goes it actually goes from Mexico to Canada. We have for like three weeks. Anyway, we, cool. We, I don't give a shit. We this is this is not how this went, campers. I want you to know this is not exactly how this went, but it's not that far off from how it went. <laughs> he, this dude was unreceptive, and basically I was like, "Hey, hey, continue, oh, continue. Gosh, we'll continue on this." Um, do you know if there's any place around here where they have like water spigots or any like even like a creek or stream? Because there's there a water source down the hill they're supposed to use, but it was like it was pretty much non-existent, and we and we're all pretty much out of water. This is the point. This is the point where he should have nah, said. Nah, mate, that's a real bummer. That's pretty much what he did. That's what he did. Because normally they would go, oh, well, we got extra water. And he, of course he did, because you know he does. And he goes, no, I don't know where any sources are. And I go, oh, okay. <sighs> Remember, right. number one rule of yoga game. Don't ask for it. Guess what I did next? I asked for it. And I said, well, sir, we are very much out of water. Would you happen to have any water spare that we can snag? And then he was like, crikey, I guess. I only brought out 9,000 gallons. He did like... Well, liters. He was Australian. He's Sorry, Austra- liters, because he's the metric. <laughs> he looked us up and down, and I thought he was hesitating, but he finds like, yeah, all right. And so he pulls out a case of water. Again, thank you, Galen. You gave Thank us water. You. I just wish I didn't have to work so hard. And then hard. he was like, take two. And I'm fucking glad I did because I almost ran out of water. We walked through a hot valley right after that. And I like almost ran out. We did our first lay alt. So there's several different sets of, of alternates along the trail. We kind of talked about that before. Um, we actually were doing the Gila River alternate. We're currently on an alt to get to Pie Town. But there's another set of alternates put together by a dude named Jonathan Lay. Um, very famous. And there's a lot of really good good information on all these maps and someone's like oh this layout up here is the way to go it's much easier it's prettier cups cuts off a couple miles it's it's nicer but we didn't have the map and then we had this weird kind of merging of like old and new technologies because we were standing out there (laughs) and this one guy was like hey i have the map on my phone i took a picture of it but like we're in the middle of the woods no service i was like hey can you airdrop bluetooth this to me and he goes i think i can and then here we are in the middle of the woods he drops this map onto my phone i thought it was just like funny he's like oh i have this old school map with this new school literally living in the future air beaming pictures to me well the the thing is too the uh gut hooks app we've been primarily using it like shows you where you are at like a gps dot on the map it makes it very easy to know if you're on the trail or not and we did not have that for this section 
But we didn't get lost. Actually, no. this is probably the most direct we've gone. We've gotten lost several times. In fact, the other day, Wizard Spoon literally takes off on the wrong trail. We get to this big old... Uh, it was a fork in the road. It was a fork in the road, and we get to a spot where there's like... We get on top of a mountain, and lots on top of the mountain, you have phone signals, so we all want to call our mummies and daddies and post things to Instagram and Facebook and, and just, you know, do all the things you do when you have internet for a hot second, download a new podcast. I did not have service. No, Wizard Spoon never has service. So he's like, uh, I'm going to take off up ahead. I'll see you guys. And so then he does, and he just takes off, and we watch him go down the road. And so PDF and I are up there doing our thing because I'm like, all right, time to go. And and we were like, we updated it. We like caught up our Farmville towns. Obviously. We like, uh, you know. Played Snake for 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> traded in the Star Wars hard trading game, all that stuff. PDF looks at his map and he's like, I think, I think Wizard Spoon went the wrong direction. And I was like, no. Yeah. And he's like looking at it and he for sure did. Yeah. And then you were like, you were getting super worried about it. You're like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> um, and, and then eventually you're like, well, I guess we should just like pause and we should wait for him to come back. And I was like, no, there's no, like he's, because Wizard Spoon also like checks gut hook all the time to make sure he's still on. So I'm like, I know he's going to find it and just cut up. And then PDF was like, no, we got to wait. So we waited for like, what, 10, 15 minutes. And then at that point, we're like, ah, it's probably fine. And we just took off. And lo and behold, what did you do, Wizard Spoon? Uh, yeah, I don't quite know how far I got down there. Not too far, but it was me and Nude Beach, uh, who's been hiking with us for the past couple days. Shout out Nude Beach to the gentlest man I've ever met and one of our <laughs> goodest trail friends we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Nude Beach, if you could hear us, you're not far away. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's over there, camping over there. Shout out Nude Beach. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I get on my phone, check gut hook, realize I'm not on there, turn around and shout out to Nude Beach. We're not on trail. Uh, and then we just bushwhack up the, up the hill, uh, back onto the trail and we were good. And then I kept on hiking after a while, took a break and, uh, stopped and eventually you guys showed up. Um, other than that, like we read a pretty uneventful week. We got a lot of good hiking in. It's been some pretty miles. We pulled some water from a, a water tank that had some goldfish in it that was very cool. Yeah, it had like five little ones and a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hashtag filter that fish piss. That fish piss was tasty, man. But I mean... That was it, some good water, actually. It said it said there was goldfish in it. And we, we walked up and we looked in the tank and there was like a bunch of little baby ones. Oh, cute little goldfish. And then all of a sudden, like... This a, big one was like, hey... It was like a legit look like, at me, a, like a koi, a koi fish. Yeah, koi sized. Well, because not a koi. Well, I mean, because koi isn't. I mean, I don't know if this is right. Campers, correct I mean, me we wrong. are all fish experts here at Camp Walkalong. I've I've always been told that a koi fish is a goldfish, and if you just like let a goldfish get big enough, because a goldfish will grow to the size of its container. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. That, so I if you, heard that. yeah, there was a there was a kids book I, I read when I was a little kid. I can't remember what it was, but it was like this kid that was just like. His, his, the pet owner was like, you only feed one little pinch. And then the fish was like, so hungry. So the guy felt bad. So he kept feeding him more food. And the fish kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it turned into like, it was like the size of a, a swimming pool. I don't think that'll happen with a real goldfish. But what I've been told is That quite, sounds like <laughs> someone trying to get some of that Clifford money to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the end of the book, spoiler alert, um, was the pet owner came back and he jumped into the pool and then came out with the fish in a little a little fish net. I actually don't even... How did he do that? I don't, I don't think did they actually... He, did I don't he think talk they, it down to its size? I don't know Snakes. if they explained it. If anybody knows what book I'm talking about, tweet at us at Camp Walkalong. This book was Hasht- like one of my top 10 as a kid. Hashtag fished story. Like, like a fish mystery. I like that. You figure out how to spell it. 
fish, fishery. <laughs> uh, but there were giant goldfish in this. Yeah. Um, other wildlife. Oh, we go into that one campsite at the top of that hill where we saw a bunch of bobcat footprints, which was a little oh, spooky. Yeah. 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 That was also the, the same campsite where we found a gun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably for the bobcats. Um, now, we were all a little freaked out when we first walked up there or when we first... I think you saw it first. No. Or was Machine? Machine, machine saw it first. Machine literally walks over. He goes, hey, guys, I found a gun. Like, <laughs> machine, what are you talking about? And I kind of walk over. I look. I was like, oh, oh shoot. That's a gun. That's a gun. <laughs> and Machine picks it up. And he immediately was like, I don't think I should have picked that up. I was like, no. I was like, whatever I have. So he's playing with it. And he's looking. And I was like, I don't know. This might not be real. It looks rusty. And I'm like, ah. So I, at that point, I walk over. I pick the gun up. Again, Your fingerprints pro- are now Probably a it. dumb move. And I look at it. I think it was just an old, it said Marksman on the side. So I'm pretty sure Yeah, it it's like a, the same brand of BB guns you buy at like Walmart. Yeah, it's just an old pellet gun. But it was like heavy and metal. And like on first glance, for sure looked like a gun. But definitely sketched us out a little bit. It's for popping those bobcats when they're bobcats. Yeah, okay. You. Yeah, a pellet gun is going to do a whole lot of good against a bobcat. I mean, it'll probably at tried? least get it to run away. Have you tried? I, you know what? I have hitherto not ever come into contact with a bobcat. That is one. Uh, that is one wild animal. I I can fix. I have not and truly hope not to meet. I'll find you one. Uh, PDF. You saw a wild turkey. I did. It was really weird because he he like ran twenty feet ahead of me or so. Just ran across the trail like, like real quick. And then I like ran up to go see it, and I looked over and I couldn't find it anywhere. They must be fast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and you tried to pet some cows, Bison. I did. I want. There's so many cows, and they're so adorable, and I want to pet them so bad. They don't I, want you to pet I them. I know though. if they just let me, we'd be friends. I'm I'm a very gentle soul, and I just want to give them a scratch behind their ear. What are you gonna do now to uh, comfort these cows so that they come to you? I don't know. I know I shouldn't. I know it's like it's not a thing I should do. But, like, if I just sat there and a cow walked up to me, I would not pet it. Does it make you jealous to know that at my old job we had some cows on property and they would let me pet them? Well, that's the thing. My, They're very sweet. I used to live on the farm, and I used to go out and hang out with the llamas all the time. I would feed and hay the llamas, and I would, like, scratch them behind their ears, which apparently you weren't supposed to do because llamas have some weird disease that only llamas have. Um, that explains that rash on your back. Exactly. I got bit by something and it's been so itchy and it also sits right under the part where my hip belt of my pack is so it just keeps like auto scratching and just getting more and more inflamed. Don't worry Bison's mom. No. Yeah ma. It's cool. Well, I gave him some cortisone cream. Oh yeah. Vicky. I, I you're wo- welcome. I woke up this morning. And that's and that's that's Bison's Vicky not Wizard Spoon's Vicky. Yeah my, my, my mother my dear sweet mother Vicky don't please don't worry about me but I woke up this morning and I go I, was like, I need to roll into town and get some cortisone cream PDF goes like hold on and he goes like rifles through his pack and he pulls out uh, like a literal bottle of cortisone cream because my mom prepared my first aid kit because she is a walking pharmacy in this moment i will say two things one i'm so happy you had that cortisone cream thank you two you should not be carrying up tube of cortisone cream with hey, you i used it uh, got yeah. used, so you can uh you can yeah. take your ungrateful ass somewhere else i guess well i may i may just do that uh, and we'll see where i take my ungrateful ass um as we look ahead to the next week so we're going to have a quick trip to the infirmary uh, because I've been having a few little issues here. And by little issues, I mean I can not walk downhill well. Yeah, PDF, what's what's going on, man? Uh, my knees are very swollen, both of them, uh, like visibly swollen. Yeah, it's bad. It's been like like grapefruit status the, the last week or so. And uh, when it's specifically bad when I walk downhill. It just hurts like really bad, gets super stiff and swollen. 
But and like, I also but, had a problem rolling my ankle, so I can't like, I can't like pivot off anything. I hope I'm not putting you on blast. You ended, you actually rolled your ankle day one, and it wasn't a bad one, well, but it was just like a, it was like a trick little so roll. I actually rolled my ankle very badly in like December, and have just persistently had issues with it since then. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, it's mostly my knees that are really just like, I mean, it make it slows me down to a crawl. And but it hurts. The, the, hurts, the hurts. weird thing is, is like you're you're fine on uphills. You're fine on straightaways. Like it's not it's not a matter of like energy or anything. It's just like I have noticed mileage too. Like if once we get up over twenty, yeah. it's generally the next day is is worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, well, it's convenient that while backpacking, you you rarely use your ankles or your knees. Yeah, no, it's great. <sighs> um, but as a result, I'm evaluating some options. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be in Pie Town. Shout out Pie Town. Hey yo, Pie Town. Uh, pie kind of town. Pie Town is. Um, maybe I haven't been there yet. We'll see. Um, I'm tossing around the idea of hitching up to the next city, Grants, so I don't have to make you guys stop, but I can get, you know, an extra four or five days of rest and hopefully let that heal up and like that swelling go down. I'd rather miss 100 miles than miss the next, you know, 28, whatever, 500. Campers, like, that's one of the worst things you can do on a through hike is if, like, if you get injured just kind of trying to power through it, that's how you create not only hike-ending injuries, but a lot of times, like, lifetime injuries. Like, if you have, like, bad tendonitis or shin splints or any, or just, like, joint pain and you just kind of, like, try and push through it, it's a good way to, like, permanently damage some of those joints and, and tendons and things. And so, really, you want to be treating it. And it's hard because normally when you're at home, you do a hike, you come home and you chill out and you take a shower and you have the next day where you probably sit on the couch and do nothing here you do a 20 mile day and then the next day you do an 18 mile day and the next day you do a 22 mile day like there's no stop um and so we're hoping that pdf moving kind of jumping up the trail is going to give them some time to to kind of heal up i'm also just going to toss out some some good habits to get into um and these are all things that we all do all the all the camp counselors camp walk along do together but things that can help you kind of prevent injury one is obviously stretching i'm a, i'm a huge advocate of stretching um i do it 3 times a day um i stretch probably about 15 20 minutes into my hike cuz you don't want to stretch when it's cold you don't want to stretch on a cold body or else you can pull a muscle so we'll get 15 20 minutes in if you start with your jacket it's generally about the point where you're ready to take your jacket off do some stretches i stretch during the, the midday um, and then we usually close out with some stretches or even some evening yoga, but just to kind of keep your body limber, um, warming up first things in the morning, fueling appropriately. That was something we found a lot at the beginning was we'd be getting hurt or we'd be getting sore. And it's just a matter of, we're not giving ourselves enough fuel. You just like hike and hike and you do stuff for you. You have to stop and eat. Um, I know I get grumpy in the evenings when I, when I don't eat ample food, um, but most importantly, just listening to your body. If you know you're injured, if you can feel it, stopping treating it, and if it's not getting any better, figuring out some solutions. And I feel like as much as like we would, we want you to be able to do like this next section. It's a hundred miles. It's mostly road walking. It's a hundred road walking miles, <laughs> non scenic, and it's much more important that we keep you like happy and healthy and get you in fighting shape, so that when we move on to some trickier terrain, because we're what, three weeks away from hitting Colorado? Coming up, yeah. Yeah, and that's really when it turns from like a lot of kind of low elevation, not really a whole lot of up down to a lot of elevation gain, a lot of climbs, a lot of steep descents. And so if you're not going in there tip top, that's that's a good way to get hurt. But yeah, but yeah I'm hoping to heal up. Um, if I feel really good after two days, I might hitch back and meet you guys like halfway through, but... Yeah, just want to like let my my body catch up a little bit so I can keep going beyond that with you guys. 
I, for one, am super jealous because uh, I've already looked at Grant's, our upcoming town, and they have like six different pizza places. I'm going to weigh 10 more pounds Two when you different, get to me. Hold on. Two different Chinese places, like any fast food you'd want, and uh, a, a bowling alley. They have a bowling alley. You said alley. there's a Filipino-Mexican restaurant, too. Right? Yeah, there's like a Filipino-Mexican fusion restaurant. There's every restaurant, so I'm very jealous. And so you're going to have to give us the hot spots when we get into town. Um, Might just be the mayor by the time you get there. <laughs> um, other than that, counselors, do you have anything else you want to impart on to our to our campers out there? I would like to just uh, give a shout out to the tortilla, the concept of the tortilla. <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. It has become my 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 savior. When I'm really needing some food, I can throw almost anything I've made out here in a tortilla. I can put peanut butter in a tortilla. Shout out tortillas. I'm well. On that similar note, I'm going to shout out Grandma Candy. Uh, I keep mm-hmm. a mixed bag of Grandma Candy in my fanny pack, and that's just hard candies that won't melt. My current Grandma Candy mix is Starburst, Jolly Ranchers, Root Beer Barrels, those strawberry goo-filled candies, and one uh, maple hard candy that I received from Juice today. Thank you, Juice, for that one maple hard candy. I will savor it tomorrow. Shout out, Juice. Uh, I'm going to shout out the concept of clean feet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I now understand why in the Bible everybody's washing each other's feet. I don't I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my feet have been the dirtiest this week. Yeah, it's been gross. Well, it's partially because we were in the, the Gila where we were washing our feet 50 times a day to being in the dry, dry desert. I mean, when we were in the dry, dry desert the first time, though, were our feet, I, I feel like, oh, you know what? I was regularly bottling, like, uh, you pouring were washing, some. You yeah. I was washing my feet usually at a break. Two nights ago, I stopped and I looked at, I took off my socks and I was just like, I got some nasty kickers right yeah. now. They were just covered in dirt. These Tootsies are filthy, but not anymore because I showered today and it felt great and I spent extra time scrubbing these little peddlers and uh, I have run out of things to call my feet. I also took a shower today and I'm going to wash my feet again tomorrow before we leave. Heck yeah. Shout out to Tortillas, shout out to Grandma Candy, and Clean Feet. We're gonna close out the Camp Walk Along Wire with a camper question. This week's camper question comes to us from Camper Emerson. Thank you, Emmy. Emmy's question is, when you have your nightly massage train, how do you figure out who's the engine and here's who's the caboose? You guys have been having massage trains? Well, I wanted to get into this because I have several times offered a, a mutual foot massage. I, I always oh, put out there, yeah. hey. Going back to five seconds ago, we were talking about our nasty, nasty leg hands. No, 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 no. No, that doesn't even count because we, we were in the hot spring. Campers, we were in the hot spring. I was sitting across from Wizard Spoon. Both of us were clean as can be. We've been soaking this hot spring for a couple hours at this point. We were, it was, we were so relaxed. And I said, Wizard Spoon, if you rub my foot, I will also rub your foot. And I give a good massage. Do you know how I know I give a good massage? Because PDF, what did you receive from me yesterday? A massage. And how good was it? Good. I want to clarify. It was not on my feet. It was a shoulder and back massage, and I cracked your back. It was quite uh, It was quite pleasant. You are correct. I have to admit that. I just want to say it transfers. It transfers. I have I have offered so many times to rub feet, and so I guess we'll never get to figure out who is the... Well, now it's just become the punishment and a bet. Oh, yeah. Also, campers, uh, Wizard Spoon owes me a five-minute foot massage because he got a fact wrong about Toy Story, um, and we didn't have internet to look it up, so I bet him a foot massage that he was wrong, and he was, and so he's going to give me a five-minute foot massage once we get into Pie Town. Let me say, this isn't the first time Toy Story has let me down. That's (laughs) the best thing about being without service. 
Bar bets are back. Oh yeah. Back in the nineties, people used to be like, I bet I bet that this building is taller than this building, and they'd be like, I don't know. And they'd have to go reference or call something and come back and be like, You were right. Now we just look it up on our stupid phones. I really I do love that. I love the fact that you have to figure stuff out. I mean, you guys know this because you've been my friends from for too long. That like when stupid facts and stupid questions come up and people go to their phones, I always go, stop, stop, stop. No, 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 no. We're going to figure this out amongst ourselves. Well, uh, <laughs> making bets about how uh, tall certain things are certainly harkens to a game that I like to play called Is This Person Taller or Shorter Than Nicki Minaj? <laughs> Nicki Minaj who is? Canonically, five, five foot three. three. Also the same size as? Wolverine from the comic books. So that's a fun game you can play around the house, campers. You can pick any celebrity or famous person or even your friends and family and decide whether you think they are taller or shorter than Mickey Minaj and slash Wolverine. You can also look forward this fall coming to a theater near you. Uh, they're doing a Wolverine reboot starring one Nicki Minaj. Finally a comics accurate height. I thought you were talking about the upcoming reality quiz show Are You Taller Than a Minaj Grader? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we also mention the other bet that we have going on right now oh where I have to... Okay. Do you want to... Do you want to... Yeah, so... Do you at home think the Spoon Man can eat a five-pound gummy bear in one sitting? Wait, hold on. These things are five pounds? Yeah, that's what we're trying to... We're trying to explain... Okay, campers, I was talking about those giant gummy bears you see at, like, CVS and Walgreens, and, like, you look at that, and I was like, there's no way anybody ever eats all of one of those. And the Wizard of Spoon goes like... I could eat that. Once I could, again, I that was not me speaking. I was not speaking in three voices at once. I could, I could for sure eat that. And oh, I was yeah. Like, and so, this those were impressions of me. Bear. So he said, he said he can do it. So the bet is on that uh, we're, the next, if we find one of those, if we walk up on the town and we find one, um, it's going to get purchased. And if Wizard Spoon can eat the entire thing in a span of three hours, I will purchase the gummy bear and a beer for him. If he cannot, he has to purchase the gummy bear and buy me a beer. Um, we'll I'm see. excited to eat this gummy bear. And the beer. And the beer. You cocky bastard. <laughs> so, Emmy, to answer your question, uh, I am apparently always both the engine and caboose. I'm a one-man train on this massage train. Um, thank you for your question. Campers, if you have any questions for our counselors, we're always looking for more camper questions. You can send them to us via email at campwalkalong at gmail.com. That's C-A-M-P-W-A-L-K-A-L-O-N-G at gmail.com or you can send to us in our direct messages via Instagram. Once again, my name is Camp Director Bison. You can find me on Instagram at Reverend Bison. That's R-E-V-E-R-E-N-D-B-I-S-O-N, Reverend Bison. We also have... Camp Counselor Wizard Spoon. Wizard Spoon, where can we find you? M-A-R-C-U-S-C-A-R-R-O-L-L-S-M. On the Instagram. And finally, PDF, where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, you can find me at Andrew underscore KD. That's K as in Kansas and D as in Dalton, Georgia, the city, not my last name. Wonderful. Wonderful. Big shout out and big thanks to our co-producers, our camp historian, camp counselor Bookworm, as well as our camp broadcaster, camp counselor Danny. Thank you, Dano. Thank you, Bookworm. Making a sound professional in the back end. If you want to hear our radio show every week, you can Find us wherever podcasts are sold. Please like and subscribe. To be clear, this is free. It's it is free. It's free. But but please, please review us because I think it makes us better and more people want to listen to us if we look good. Um, if you 
write a five-star review, we might read it on the the old Camp Walk Along Wire. What a treat! What leave, a treat! Leave a little blurb for us, why not? Yeah, we would love to hear that. Yeah, make uh, us say something real stupid. You can uh, find us on Instagram at Camp Walk Along. That's C A M P W A L K A L O N G. And so ends another week of the Camp Walk Along Wire. We can't wait to see you next week. And hey, we're going on a walk. You want to walk along? Stay tuned for our next episode. Our camp counselors discuss their favorite pies in Pie Town, the magical toaster house, and the beauty of a good game of bowling. Campers, you should know that our counselors love to answer questions. If you have a burning hot potato of a query, feel free to DM us on our Instagram at Camp Walkalong, that's C-A-M-P-W-A-L-K-A-L-O-N-G, or send us an email at campwalkalong at gmail.com. If your question is featured, we'll also follow up to ensure you receive a complimentary Camp Walkalong wire sticker. While you're pondering that question, check us out on social media and let us know about your most recent camp shenanigans. Likewise, we keep the lights on at camp through the generous feedback of listeners like you. Go ahead, subscribe to the podcast at your streaming platform of choice and leave a rating. Your feedback helps us keep the camp in tip-top condition. If you're feeling extra generous, financial contributions can be made at anchor.fm slash camp dash walkalong using the support function. Help Camp Counselor Wizard Spoon find the perfect kitchen. The Camp Walkalong Wire is brought to you by our treasured camp staff, spread out all across the United States. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Salmon House and the following contributors. Mixing and mastering by Camp AV Director Danny Delaney. Additional editing by Camp AV Assistant Roberto Preza. Original music by Camp Composer Counselor Uve. Bugle calls performed by Camp Bugler Tommy Delaney. Original artwork by Camp Artisan Erlon Vasquez. Camper Outreach by Counselor Anna Rhodes. And additional edits by me, Camp Historian. Andrew Bookworm Nalen. Campers, so much of a through hike is reacting to the unexpected. You're walking along one day and you feel a slight twinge of pain in your leg. Will it go away tomorrow? Next week? Will you hike it off or take a few days in town? My point in all of these scenarios and questions I've asked myself in challenging moments of a through hike is that there are innumerable calculations you do along the way to get you where you need to be on any given day. It's that difficult reality of balancing self-sufficiency and reliance on others that makes hikers, like our counselors, so prone to wishing for what they hope is just around the corner. Sometimes that's a full kitchen. Sometimes it's just a bottle of water. And if you can get a bit of the story of the person helping you, well, sometimes those gifts stay with you a lot longer than some extra food. They don't call them trail angels for nothing, after all. With that in mind, this is your camp historian bookworm, wishing you easy uphills, a wide sleeping bag, and warm fires, wherever you may be.